tale of the tape for this, our main event of the evening. We introduce the champion, Chris, the West Side Strangler Brennan. Let's get it all! What's up, guys? Welcome back. We are here to recap Bellator 294 and 295 from this weekend. Crazy weekend of fights. Crazy um, weekend of fights. It was. I it think was we great. only covered a few on the 294, but uh, we covered we covered five, oh, and okay. one of them didn't happen. But I, I went back and looked. I said I would go back and look to to see how you did. Um, the last podcast you called 12 fights, and of those fights, two of them got scratched. Of the remaining 10, you got nine right. Nice. That's not bad, man. Yeah. That is not bad. Sarah Man surprised me. So that was the one I, I missed yeah. beating yeah. only and, Blanco. And, and but it was a decision and I think it might have even been was, a split. Yeah, it was a very I'll, close I'll have fight. to go back and, and see. So I mean yeah. if you're you're a split decision away of running the table on that. Sweet. So I should have parlayed all that. That that would have been awesome. Uh, so the first fight then that we do want to talk about was uh, Chokoli and Lombardo. Yeah. So the Russian got knocked out. <laughs> That's all that matters to me. It happened. He did, right? Lombardo? No. Lomb no. Cho Chokoli got knocked out. Chokoli? I think he won, didn't he? Mm, I don't think so. Because you picked Chokoli, didn't you? I, I probably did. I won't be mad to be to, to miss that I'm, one, though. I'm trying to load it up right now. Um Pretty sure he uh, he got knocked out. But uh, Tyler was messaging me during the fight, and I'll tell you some funny stuff about that too. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear that. Um, yeah, I'm I'm waiting for this to load for some reason. It's not there. It is. Um, Chokoli. Nope. Chokoli defeated Michael Lombardo. Unanimous decision. Twenty nine, twenty eight, thirty twenty seven, thirty twenty seven. Fine. Which so is I was good. Right that, again. That's you were. You <laughs> that were, wasn't the. That must not have been the one I was talking about then with Tyler. Um, I'll, I'll remember it when we get there. Yeah, this went. It did go the distance. Um, and you know, like you said, uh, Chokele, I, I think I think he's looking good. I think yeah. that guy's an up and comer for sure. What's his record now? Um, so looks like something tw in one. Twelve and two. Twelve and two. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's good for him. Uh, the next fight was one I, I was excited to talk to you about, and that one was Sabatello. Um, boy, um, when you look at what Sabatello did, um, actually, I liked Breno. He came out really aggressive at the very beginning of both rounds. He and stuffed was, like seven of his first seven takedowns. Yeah, and, and Breno was touching him. Oh, yeah. Like, like he was... Sabatello was actually striking a little bit, until he realized, oh, he's landing on me. Yeah, and, I better shoot. And was was he was getting clipped? He and was. Boy, Sabatello, he had an overhand right, I think, a couple of times, and it looked like he was throwing a baseball. Yeah, it was an ugly high up over. It was it was just yeah. an ugly an ugly punch. Um, were you surprised at Marcos or I'm sorry at Breno's uh, scrambling? They had a they had a scramble in the first, and I think one in the second. That were really high level. His takedown defense was really solid, so his scramble ability to be able to get back to his feet, all, all of his scrambles end up with him getting back to his feet, and, and he did a fantastic job at it. I was impressed with Sabatello. His grappling was, was very good. Yeah. His uh, ability to get his hips attached to him and keep his hips heavy um, 
once he once he got control of him, you know, he he got his back and and um, he looked good. He he's I, I hated having to compliment him, but but he he looked good and he finished the fight. He he lost the haircut, you know. Yeah, looks, which I was like, oh, he looks like a normal dude again. Okay. Those are a couple guys that uh, I'm wondering. There were so many guys that missed weight over the last over those two cards, like like seven probably. Um, and girls, even uh, Deanna Bennett missed yep, weight. Yep. You know, so I was wondering if he cut his hair to try and make weight because Chris Lencioni also had a buzz, and he usually has this slick black bleached, slick back bleached hair. So I don't know. Uh, Matt, uh, we had him on the podcast. He, he Schnell. Schnell, he shaved his yes. head. Um, I yes. think his last fight. I mean, he looked like a completely different person because yeah. he was trying to make weight. He did look different. Um, wow. Yeah, I, and I... I did notice that Sabatello, and, and you heard the commentators say it over and over again, that um, he learned from his loss to Stotts, and when he was on top of you, he was throwing damage. Yeah, he was he busy. Was, he was working on the body. He was working, you know, he was, he was doing a lot. Um, but I, I was impressed with Bruno as well, I thought. I was, for sure. What, to be honest, when I watched the first two minutes of the fight, I thought Sab right then I was like, he's not going to win. Yeah. This guy's st stuffing his takedown that well and landing and it's going to start to break sabatello you know but it didn't well and and how how easily breno was touching him up yeah that was yeah that was awesome as well yeah he was tough for a guy i'd never heard of him so it was I, great to see i think uh i think people know who know who he is now yeah for sure Uh, third fight, we already started talking about this a little bit. Blanco and Sarah McMahon. Uh, no, this was a unanimous decision. Um, it was 29-27, 30-27, and 30-26. Yeah, she had some... Uh, I'm trying to do the math. A couple combos with huge knees. That's two 10-8 rounds. Oh, no, it's just one 10-8 round. So, a 29-27. A 29-27 means that uh, one round had to have somehow been a draw or a point was taken. There wasn't a point taken. There had to be yeah, a I, that's a weird score to me. And then to see a 30-26 and a 29-27 for the same fight, that's hard math for me. Someone to had to, to have a 10-8 round yep. and then another round given to McMahon to, uh, or a, a round lost by McMahon okay. would have given her the 29. And then, uh, yeah, strange. That's a really weird score. Yeah. Um, do you think uh, Blanco lost this fight? I mean, I know that's weird. That's weird math to do, but yeah, she did. This was her fight to win, and do you think that she didn't? She didn't come out ready, or do you think uh, McMahon really? McMahon's wrestling was, you know, she was a hammer on top. She threw. She had a couple of combinations at one point in the fight where she probably threw fifteen knees that landed a lot of them landed very cleanly and then she got a takedown off of that yeah um yeah she she i think she struggled a little bit at the very beginning and then she kind of pulled away as the fight went on blinko was was i believe ranked what second before this fight i think she'll drop a little bit and now do you see this was you said this was mcmahon's first fight yeah in she'll Bellator, jump into the right? rankings so now. she'll she'll jump into the for sure the rankings for sure good good for her um you know we talked uh the podcast earlier about her her McMahon's resume, um, and you said that you know she was. 
I think she was 13 and six coming into this, and you said five of the six she could have won. The the one right. would have been Rousey. Um, maybe this turns the corner for her and gets yeah. her get some momentum for her. We'll see. She can start to build up some momentum in Bellator now. It'd be awesome. Next fight, Tim Johnson and Said Salma or Saeed Salma. Um, man, this was this was not a pretty fight. No, it wasn't. And this to me, this almost looked like a bar fight. This they, looked like two guys that Austin were up. was saying the same thing when he was watching it. Um, they were just throwing, you know, big bombs. Yeah, and and wild. Everything was everything was wild. Um, and I don't know very much about Tim Johnson's background. I don't know if you do, but it seemed like, is he like a part-time reserve soldier of some level or something? I'm not sure. He, he could be. Um, I know that the first time I'd seen him, he knocked out Tyrell Fortune. Um, I believe it was him. And uh, on one of the cards that we were, we were there for it. I don't know if Luke was on the card or if it was just one that was here. I think it was actually at Windstar. And, uh, and, uh, he hits hard. He's a big boy. He's a big kid. Yeah, big and boy. and initially, you said that you thought Tim Johnson was going to win, and it was you thought it was just because of his size. He had right. thirty pounds. Um, the the respect that he gave afterwards, his his post fight interview, um, talking about how awesome his opponent was. He's like, "This is the nicest guy in the world. Couldn't ask for a right. better." I, 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 and I've talked about this a lot. I love one of the things I love most about MMA right now is the mutual respect you see after the fights. You see fighters sitting there. It's almost like, like you would have no idea if you just started filming the 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 ninety seconds after a fight is over, right. and you see two athletes, and you were to film it and show it to somebody who doesn't watch MMA at all. You'd yeah. be like, do you know that these two just fought for, <laughs> you know, 15 minutes, 25 minutes or whatever? Yeah. You know, one dude just knocked out the other one. And you see them, like, shaking hands and hugging each other. It's just it's just so cool. And to see to It's see because Tim as there. a sport, it's the rawest thing you can do, right? It's the most pure form of fighting as a sport, right? Yeah. It, it obviously has rules. It's not a street fight, but it's the most combative sport that yes. there is. Yeah. And, and it's two guys with tiny ass gloves on in yeah. a cage that are that have one guy in there that can stop the fight whenever you know but it's it is uh it's an emotional thing there's months leading up to it that you've trained so hard and and uh it just you know there there has to be that sort of respect afterwards like yeah you've seen the the gnarliest grudge matches where the guys were hugging afterwards you know yeah. The only person I've ever seen really be crappy afterwards is when, when Ronda Rousey beat Misha Tate. Misha went to shake her hand, and she blew her off and walked away. And that was after the fight. I'm like, yeah. geez, like, come on. Well, uh, as much as I love Khabib, he could have a word in that um, after he beat Conor. That, well, that, that was a little ugly. That, for good reason. It continued to get escalated from the outside. Dylan Dennis was running his mouth from outside the cage. and Yeah, yeah, for, for, for good reason. Uh, that was the co-main, so let's go to the main event, uh, Liz Carmouche and Deanna Bennett. Uh, first question I got to ask is, why the heck did Liz Carmouche still put the belt on the line even though Deanna missed weight? So that's, if you fight that night, the belt is on the line for you. Um, she would have lost the belt, but she would not have lost it to Deanna Bennett. Would have then become vacant. Yeah. Um, 
had Deanna Bennett won uh, the same thing, I think. Yeah, it would have been yeah, vacated. Yeah, it would have yeah. been vacated. And then if Liz won, she gets to keep the belt. And, I, you know, I understood that's, that's it, her. and maybe that was wrong, but I understood it like uh, Carmouche had an option to not, since, since Bennett missed weight, the fight still could have happened, but it wouldn't have been a title defense. Oh, it would have okay. just been a fight. So now looking back, she's got at least one title defense, right? She's made yeah. one title defense. Yeah. And that's going to go towards a record or anything that she is able to do gotcha. moving forward. And she gotcha. was confident enough to know that she was going to win the fight. And she did win the fight. She did win the Wait, fight. Um, I think it was a, a fourth round submission. Yeah. Um, Deanna Bennett was tough. She is tough. Yeah. And and had I, her in trouble. Had her in trouble. A co- she clipped her good a couple of times. Yeah. Um, and I I really thought that that Bennett might even pull it pull out. Off, yeah. Um, and then and then it it turned in a hurry. Um, and I also now I'm going back. I, Deanna Bennett was freaking out before she tapped. Her legs she started were, stomping her feet. Yeah. Was that because it was? <laughs> And I don't know if you know this. Do you think it was because she was uncomfortable? Do you think it was because she mentally knew she just lost yeah, and that's she was what, pissed? That's what. That's how I took it watching it. That could have been her tapping. You know, uh, if her hands weren't free, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But, yes, I thought she was not so much having a tantrum but realizing, crap, I'm done. Ah, you yes. know, like I can't get out and yes. it's over. Yes, and and didn't want to. Yeah. Um, but, again, seemed gracious afterwards. Um yep. And but but I was surprised to see her. You're at a title defense. You've been talking a lot to miss to miss weight, yep. and that was only a pound and a half. I think is I mean I yeah, say but, only, but I know that's but a lot for a title. It's flat. You don't get the extra pound. Right, so right. she was you know she would have been point two over the extra pound even if she got that. Yep. And and there is no like there's there's no Nothing. give on that, and you know that going into oh, yeah. it's it's super firm. Um, any any thoughts on? On her title defense, I mean, or, or on Liz. On Liz, no, uh, I believe that she will now get Alima Lay McFarlane. Yeah, and we'll get to that fight, but yep. um, I think she retains the title. Yeah, Alima Lay called her out, you mm-hmm. know, which was that was a little bit, a little bit weird. Um, so let's transition rapid fire. You gave a couple two ninety five early predictions, um, and let me see if I can if I can pull up some of those. Um, let me see. Who was first, Kai or Mads? Kai. 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 Yep. Uh, unanimous decision, thirty twenty seven. I don't think anybody was surprised with that decision. Um, Kai looked dominant. Oddly, Edwards looked really good for two and a half minutes. He came out blasting Kai's leg, blasting the head kicks. Blast in body, like he was, he was very aggressive, and it didn't even phase Kai. Kai, would eat it, check it, check it, check it, and then he started putting his together. And man, I, I tell you, uh, we've talked about him a lot, you know, in the past, just yeah. about how, how long I've known his family and what a tough guy he is, and and how good he's looked since coming over to Bellator. His striking, everything is much, much improved. And uh, really fast, fast hands, really Great fast, hands. really fast. And he's a two time NAI and national champion wrestling, so he's not easy to take down. Uh, yeah, and he and he scraps like that. You know, he, he's uh, he's a lot of fun to watch, 
and I think he's dangerous. I think he, like I said before, I think he should already be in the rankings. Yeah, absolutely. And based off of what I saw, I, I think that he could work his way up pretty quickly. Oddly, Edwards is someone I've talked about, Luke fighting, Yep. Um, after after Pico beat him. Uh, we'd still like to fight him, but, man, he, he looked dangerous. He looked very <laughs> dangerous at the beginning of that fight. His takedown defense was very good. The, both of their takedown defense was very good. He yep. came right out and took Kai down. They hit the ground and, boom, bounced right back to his feet. Yep. And then uh, uh, Kai had taken him down, I think, but he defended, he defended really well. He was tough. Is there a hole in Kai's game right now? I think no. Um, I've not seen one. I don't know what his, his actual jiu-jitsu jujitsu's like but right when you hit like he does and you have the wrestling he does so you're most likely going to be on top and 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 you know i don't think he gets on top of pico yeah but but he's you know he, he definitely is dangerous man he's uh it, i i don't see a weakness um i i'd have to go back and watch him and T, him and tj brown fight because they were both on their backs there so i at least see kai off his back there but but otherwise no yeah, it seems like um, it would be hard to get him in a situation where his jiu-jitsu would be challenged because of his wrestling. Yeah, you got to put him on his back for sure. So, another dominant performance in the uh, in the prelims was Mads Brunel and Justin Gonzalez. Justin looked great. I think that he seems. I, I don't know. I think he's a good fighter, but but Mads uh, unanimous decision, thirty twenty-seven all the way across, and I don't think there was a surprise there either. No, not at all. And and. Justin looked good. So he fought Taiwan Claxton a while back, and Claxton was a good wrestler, and he was out wrestling him, keeping him on the fence, you know, and they talked highly about his wrestling coming into this fight, um, you know, John McCarthy was, and then Mads steamrolled him. Like, he, he was, he, first of all, he took, he took Mads down, got swept, and ended up on bottom right away. And couldn't get up the rest of the round. Yep. The next round, I was like, well, he'll change the game plan. We'll see what his striking looks like. Comes right back out and shoots I, I, takes it down like again. Like the very first thing. And I'm like, where is your fight IQ? Yeah. And sure enough, he got swept and was on bottom again. And I think had yep. his back taken. Yep. And it, it went the distance, right? It did go the yeah. distance. So the third round was more of the same. Mads is getting takedowns on this guy. And, uh, and like, doing work on him. He had, he had a lot of sub setups on him and stuff like that. But... But none, none uh, close to finishing. I don't think. But I, that's a, that's another fight we would take. Justin's corner between two and three, straight up said, "Stop wrestling. Let your hands go. Yes. Do not wrestle. Let your hands go. Yeah. You got to, you got to make this happen." And let, and and he ended up. I think the last half of the round, he still ended up on his back. Yeah. With Mads on top of him. Yeah. Um, Mads looks good. He looks good, man. I said when he fought Adam Borix, he looked great. He lost a close decision in that fight, was ripping the body, yep. um, looked fantastic. And then this time, I don't know what, what you know what number Mads is? I think he's like six or seven. And uh, he's calling out Daniel Weichel, who's number 10. And I don't know <laughs> why, but, but in his interview, he seemed bitter about it. And he's like uh, talking trash, you know, saying something in, in German. And then saying that uh, let's do it somewhere overseas, so they're gonna be a huge selling, you know, selling point in them. But I think he's six or seven. Um, Pico was f five, and I think Justin Gonzalez or Jeremy Kennedy's four. I think that's how it is. Um, but yeah, he's calling out. He's calling out. Yeah, why? Why is there? Daniel Weishu, who's behind us? Is there beef there? 
It sounds like it. He, I, yeah. Lucas said he's heard him talking trash about him kind of all year. Okay. So I was like, oh, okay, maybe yeah. there's something between the two. Well, this is the third fight in a row that we're calling um, in this weight class, James Gonzalez and Aaron Pico. And uh, this went exactly, I think, how you thought it was going to go as well. Uh, this did go the distance. Again, another 30-27 unanimous decision in favor of Aaron Pico. So I think James Gonzalez looked very good. He looked better than I'd seen him look in the past. He's the guy that beat Cody Law. And uh, he was not signed with Bellator. And he was mentioned to us a couple times, and I was like, yeah, you know, he, he looks, first of all, he should be a contracted fighter with Bellator, yeah. is what I said. And he, uh, he, I thought it was not, so Cody Law, I believe, was also on like a developmental deal. And I thought just James Gonzalez was a very tough fight to be on a developmental deal, somebody who's not, not getting the, the, the credit he should have because he's not signed. Right. He is now. Right. Um, he, he was signed before this fight, but he took a fight on a week's notice against Aaron Pico and went the distance with him. Um, Aaron looked good. I thought he looked slow for Aaron. He's very fast, very strong, very explosive and dynamic. And I just thought watching <clears throat> the fight, I was like, I don't know if he's hurt or if he's coming off of surgery so he's just kind of feeling it out yeah yeah ripping the body with that left hand though yes um so his shoulder that's the shoulder that was getting that was that was dislocated yeah so clearly it was strong uh, james gonzalez can take a body punch because god i was sitting there just like <laughs> oh my god yeah, his ribs look like my sweatshirt in between yeah. rounds they were bright red so uh props to aaron pico love him you know i think he he, he called out jeremy kennedy to have a rematch with him mm. for the vacated belt, or he's saying vacate the belt while Pitbull's down fighting at 35. Right. So that'd be cool. Um, I think that fight needs to get run back anyway, and I would like to see Pico fight for the belt. James Gonzalez, is that, that's in your roadmap as well at some point, yeah, potentially, yep. right? Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know where he is now after the loss to Pico. It won't put him in the rankings, but he'll, he's a signed, signed fighter now. And, so. and a solid... Solid competitor. You oh, know. yeah. He's a good jiu-jitsu black belt. He Great. has good striking. He trains out of Matt Sarah, Matt Sarah and uh, Ray Longo's gym in, in Long Island. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a gamer. Ali Malay McFarlane and Kana Watanabe. Uh, this did go the distance as well. It was a split decision. This was the only fight you got wrong, and it was... It was by one point on a judge. Well, um, I got it wrong, but I think I got it right. Like, I didn't think she won the fight. I, yeah, I, I, they got it right, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I don't think Ali Malay won the fight. Right. Either. And, and so I think, who would I pick? Oh, I'm sorry. No, this is the one you, you, did, you did get this right. Um, it was Blinko that you got wrong. Right. Ali Malay, you did pick. To lose? You, no, you picked Ali Malay to win. You got oh, it I right. Did. Okay, but, but I, you got it wrong right, because right. you think... You think Kana actually won the yeah, fight? Yeah, I picked her to win because I thought she'd be hungry coming off of two losses and being a former champion. But uh, I thought she lost the fight. She was on her back a lot. Um, granted, she did throw some strikes from there, but I, I thought that Watanabe beat her. I thought she lost the fight. If I remember right, Lee Malay was she her strikes 
were landing. Her significant strikes were yeah. significant. I think they were doing damage. They were catching Kana. I, I yeah, feel she like she was landing straight right. I think. Yeah. Uh, clean a lot. Clean. Mm -hmm. um, and and uh, Watanabe wore the fight much more than Alima Lay did right. afterwards. I mean, she. I think Alima Lay drew blood the first round, and I think that she was continuing to yeah to be a surgeon and and uh, yeah, I think. Um, so, but but when you when it went to the scorecard, you actually had it for Wantanabia. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, Alima Lay, we just talked about this earlier. She already called out Liz. Apparently, they're super good friends. Yeah. Um, what's that like? Ha have you been in that kind of situation where you're looking and calling out and wanting to fight somebody that outside the cage you're legitimately tight and have a relationship with? I don't think so. Um, I fought a guy, John Alessio, who trained with a bunch of my good friends. Okay. Uh, a, a bunch of the guys that we trained with a lot. I had never trained with him. Um, so that was even weird. But yeah. I, I can't imagine fighting someone that's been a, a good friend or training partner would you call her her cage wife or something yeah, like that? I yeah. mean, like, uh, there was a high level of... But I I believe that they are two different level fighters. And and as as well as she won, I think that uh, Liz Carmouche it, dominates that and defends her belt. Is there anybody in that division that's on the level of Carmouche right now, do you well, think? Well, I wish... Um, oh, no, they're at 25. Yeah, I mean, well, God, I was going to say that Juliana Velasquez, but she beat her, right? Is that who it was? Or what, what's her name? Yeah, I think Not it was Juliana Velasquez. Velasquez. No, I think it was Velasquez. I think you're right. Who she she beat twice, right? Mm, I, I I know she beat her once. Um, and I, yeah, we went through and... I think there was a rematch and she beat her handily. The, she was mad that she lost the first time and wanted to rematch and then lost again. Um, Pretty I'm, sure. See, I can, I can actually pull it up right here. Um but yeah, it's it's hard to see. So uh, Juliana Velasquez, she did beat her twice. Yeah. Um, April of 2022 and December of 2022. So uh, I don't know who who's in there right now. But you know, uh, her first win against, and this is the second time. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, first win was TKO elbows in the fourth round, and then the second win against Velasquez for Carmouche was uh, an armbar in the second. So um, yeah, I mean, it's hard. Those are two pretty decisive ways to win yeah um, yeah i don't know who who else is in that division that you'd give her problems at the moment so then that brings us to um what i hoped would have been the best fight of the night um it was definitely the highlight of the night man but it only lasted about a minute um stots and uh patchy mix and uh, I called the fight. I'm glad I didn't bet on a how because that's not how I would have bet. Yeah. You know, um, Patchy looked amazing. Stotts looked amazing. He was landing a very hard, stiff jab, you know, numerous times, land a couple kicks, and then when he threw it, he threw the jab the next time, man, he just ate that knee. And this is one of those, oh, the things we work on in the gym – actually translate work. because then he people were showing <laughs> videos of patchy working on this a few weeks back yeah and uh I, it's i mean it's leon edwards god did Uzman it land hard all over god again. did it land hard it was just clean i mean it was crack and i was like 
oh god i came up off my couch and austin <laughs> stood up he's like whoa but i i i called patchy but to win yeah but man i felt bad you know i i watched rufian his eyes when he sat up and was kind of like looking around and i'm sure the fact that he just got knocked out the fact that he just lost the fact that he just lost a million dollars the fact that he lost the belt like all of that was all at one time. Yeah. And I was just like, God, yeah. man, that feeling has just got to be terrible. I, if you, if anybody hasn't listened to the interview with Molly, go back and listen. Cause she talks about her first loss yeah. when she goes to sleep and, and when she wakes up and she's like, wait, you know, and she starts telling the story and then it all comes down. You could, I, I was thinking of that when I saw Stotts yeah. coming to him. Like, yeah. So much on the line, so much on the line. And, and what was and, he 19 and one and a year. A year's yeah. worth of competing and training, and um, and he just it was milliseconds. He just got caught yeah. and and got caught hard. Got, yeah, and he and I was telling the guys he dipped that far. I swear, three inches. He he dipped that far as he threw the jab. Yep, and that knee came up. Whap! And I was just like, Oh it my was, goodness! That knee almost came up like like a like a hook almost. It, he, the way he threw the knee was his, hands were here and it came right up. And around and in the middle and it knocked his chin off to yeah. the side and his head spun almost like he'd gotten yeah it was All the way around. it wasn't the pez dispenser no. coming straight up it was it was a, a side his neck sore um yeah for sure yeah um I, mix he's yeah. now he's now going to fight for he's got the the uh, grand prix belt yep. he's got the interim belt so now they've He'll got to the unify winner, that. Pitbull and, and, and Sergio, and he's hoping it's Pitbull because he wants to fight the number one pound-for-pound pound guy. Absolutely. To, to I, when you think of somebody like Pitbull, that name speaks for itself a little bit. Sure. But you've seen what Patchy has done. Who, I mean, and we'll get there when the time comes, but is it? He's hard to bet against. He's, yeah, and, right? And Pitbull's getting up there. You yeah. know what I mean? He's, yeah. he's getting older. I don't know. He's 36, I think. Um, I think... I honestly think if he wins the belt, he just retires. He'll have been a three-time champion, three-division champion. Oh, oh, Pitbull. Yeah. So he'll get okay because he's going. He went down to thirty-five, yeah. so he'll be fifty-five, forty-five, and thirty-five. Yeah. And if he gets that belt, then he'll. I think so. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. We'll I see. mean, no one, no one, UFC or Bellator. I mean, nobody has done a three-division. No. Is that right? No. And his fights before Cejudo's fight. Okay. Because Cejudo's fighting for his third. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Henry Cejudo's doing the same Against thing. Against Sterling. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, that'll be that'll be a good one. Great. Great weekend. Lots of fights. And, Super uh, excited. Solid not, nine and one. Yeah. It, and bad. a split decision. That was razor thin. You could have gone 10 to 0. You guys can go ahead and start betting on my picks now if you'd like. Just, <laughs> just don't bet a lot. Just bet a little. That's right. See you next time. Thank you. It's all over, just like that.